You know who else is strong, Jared? Who's strong? Adrian Brody. He's a fucking man. Oh, God. The Scotch on the Rocks plays any Scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengow. Any Glen. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shake and not All right, listen up. Everybody do a shell count. Excuse me. I'm just, what the hell is going on here? You're being hunted. The cages. Soldier, all of us, we're all brought here for the same purpose. This planet is a game preserve. And we're the game. In case you didn't notice, we just got flushed out. They sent the dogs in, just like you would if you were stalking boar, shooting quail. They split us apart. And they watched, testing us. How do you know this? Because that's what I would do. Thrown off of an alien ship onto an alien planet. Doesn't even fully get his uh, parachute operational. Lands on his fucking back. I'm sure he clips a couple of uh, tree limbs with his nose, yes. Gets up. (laughs) <laughs> leads with his nose <laughs> smells the alien stink wherever he goes um, you know we, we, we're coming off girls trip <laughs> yep and if you've listened to that you know how exhausted we are from 40 minutes of talking in a chair <laughs> I think uh, we were right with our initial I guess uh, expectations of ourselves that uh, we're not man enough to hang with uh, Tiffany Haddish in any sort of strenuous activity or, or maybe just being talked at. I, I don't know. I think we'd get tired and sleepy. <clears throat> I never felt that way with Adrian Brody. I felt like I could stand toe to toe with this guy. I mean, he would headbutt me from five feet away, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> this man's also an Oscar winner. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> We we made it through a girl strip, although I don't you know if we ever got any sort of feedback. Um, maybe we didn't. Um, I, I don't know what the impressions were on that episode. Uh, this is a man who, in his uh, professional peak, his highest achievement, winning best actor for uh, a film uh, from that uh, the rapist guy, Mr. Polanski, uh, <laughs> Roman the rapist, uh, the pianist. <laughs> Sounds like a terrible WWE <laughs> Roman the Rapist. I I would uh that's a Patreon I would uh contribute to, uh, which we have. Give us, give us a dollar, please. Um I always say that and I'm like, we you know, what should we contribute? I I feel like we could do maybe we could get a, a couple bucks out of people if you and I did a uh a live commentary uh with lots of oh. drinks. If we, because this, we've done that before. We, our very first podcast related thing we ever did 
was you and I sitting around our apartment together, recording ourselves watching Drive Angry. (laughs) (laughs) And then we never really, like, fooled with that again. We're talking bare minimum. I put, like, a a microphone on, like, a footrest, uh, and we're sitting on, you know, couches and chairs. So I'm sure the audio quality was terrible. And we can, you know. We're, we're marginally better now, but yeah, there's some, some Patreon bucks you could throw us and tell us a movie you'd like us to, to watch, uh, just under the guise that if we were doing it for two hours and imbibing, uh, it can never be publicly released. It would always have to be behind a paywall. <laughs> you have to sign a non-disclosure yeah. Cause for a fucking $2 podcast. <laughs> which Jared and I are, you know, uh, we're, we're making, uh, what? 50 cents an hour if we're <laughs> but it's 50 fine 50 cents an hour for you uh where we say shitty things i mean that's you know you've listened if you're any if you're entertaining the notion of giving us a dollar or two you've listened to what the edited product sounds like so imagine <laughs> the stuff that we just leave in uh yeah non-disclosure that's a good idea uh, let's just waste all of our Patreon profits by getting a sober cinema attorney, <laughs> sober cinema <laughs> LLC. <clears throat> I can't wait to get canceled. <laughs> I would just uh, like the, I would like to make the money before, cause usually people get canceled. Yeah. They've made a good buck first, right? Oh, oh, your, your guy that you pimped out on the podcast, <laughs> the Twitch streamer guy. Oh yeah. yeah I yeah, swear yeah, yeah. I, you have, I have passed on my curse to you. Cause when I was doing these things and the height of the me too, era mm-hmm. every week everybody when i had named, huh? everybody i named or i'm like yeah yeah it seems like a good guy or i like this guy's material uh let's do that movie where he uh is kind of rapey with a girl because you know that's just a movie and then something comes out where that person was kind of rapey and you're like well this feels like really poor form awesome. now i don't remember <laughs> how we got on uh, video game streaming but the guy you mentioned is now jaws. done jaws and then that uh jaws and the the shark game so yeah, he's done. He's canceled. He's uh, I don't know what's going to become of him I, because nobody will speak on it. You know, you know, people's prone. People are prone to some wild speculation. So I've seen like anything from child porn to just simple like breach of contract. So, I mean, who you better knows? Hope it's a breach but, of contract if it's him, because that I'm, means I'm, you have a living down the road. Uh huh. So you have people that's like, I can, I know what it is, but I can't say, but he's done for good on everything. But it's like, <sighs> there's a lot of wild speculation going on. I also, you know, I, I say that, but, uh, you know, Roman the rapist, Roman Polanski, uh, <laughs> had sex with a 13-year-old girl, raped her, sodomy, gave her drugs, winning, I believe he won best, he won best director the same year, by a nose here, uh, won his... <laughs> His Oscar. <laughs> so maybe you're not. I don't know. Maybe nice. we live in different times. Uh, you know, I'm going back 10 years. This is the 10-year anniversary of Jared and myself going opening night to see this. July 9th in the U.S. And I'm pretty sure we saw it that Friday night uh, because yeah. we were both excited about it. I love the franchise so much. And it's just based off of that one good movie in 1987. And I'm continually, continually fucking disappointed by this franchise constantly it has been a bit since i've seen the first predator because Mm -hmm. uh i don't think i've ever logged on letterbox i don't think i ever did it for a podcast now i watched predator 2 the one where he's like predator takes la or whatever it is he comes to the city (laughs) 
Uh, and I, I had some jollies off that. I mean, it's not, it's not one to one. Yeah. But my problem was you've got this <coughs> space alien that is throwing around Arnold Schwarzenegger. You set that bar yeah. like slapping him around. Okay. So now you've got Danny Glover mm-hmm. too old for this shit. Slapping the predator around, like cutting his arm off and shit. Mm. Like, ah, it's just fuck predator too. <laughs> I don't really have a problem with that. Um, I, I like the way it looked. It was kind of seedy and dirty looking, and uh, you have the weird like gang warfare stuff going on with Man. the predator. Uh, fucking which, offensive in a fucking <laughs> space alien movie. Yeah. Um, and then you and I watched. Uh, it's been two years now. Um. Oh, the Predator, yeah, 2018. Their yep. attempt at a, uh, I guess, reboot, reboot with Shane Black, which, uh, God, on that fucking note, Shane Black casts a buddy of his who also had oh, a yeah. child pornography case or something. Like, he had done his time, but then his buddy hires him again, and uh, Olivia Munn, I believe, was having none of it. Um, so, yeah, this is just the episode where, <laughs> strangely, even though I don't think Adrian Brody has anything toe for grace. I think he just likes to re-edit Star Wars movies, like the nerd that he Topher. looks like. <laughs> Topher is what they, <laughs> I feel like they should look like. <laughs> You're right. He does. Uh, and in this, this movie, uh, spoiler alert for Predators, if you've not seen it, I guess there's not much in the way of twists and turns, maybe the order in which people die. But with the Topher Grace character, there's is revealed that he's a sociopath, that he is like mm-hmm. some sort of serial killer. And I actually forget that that's a big reveal because I'm just thinking the whole time, well, everyone else is like some uh, approved by Predator resume, like hardcore killer in some sort of military or one of them, I believe, is a drug cartel enforcer. So yeah. why would you make <clears throat> the assumption in general. that the space aliens made a mistake with Topher Grace and they just grabbed the wrong guy? Like no one really looks at it any further or thinks about it. He said something like he's a doctor, so I just always assumed that they assumed that they were like, <laughs> there's some sporting uh, uh, mentality from these predators. Like if one of them gets hurt or maimed. That, so in you know, the uh, Hunger Games uh, for humans on this predator, <laughs> so uh, they, they have a medic. They have someone that will. <laughs> <laughs> They're very you. thoughtful space aliens. Okay. That's, a, you know, that's, not a, that's actually kind of an amusing point if that's, you know. That's not yeah, how it actually not. turned out. But was uh, not pitched at the table. It was just no. <laughs> nonsense. Uh, but it's a pretty simple thing. I forgot this was not directed yep. by Robert Rodriguez. Uh, shout out Probably. to former superfan, now Grandpa Hiro, who I <laughs> insulted Rodriguez on Marcus Played. Um, and oh, did you? I, I don't remember in what what way Uh, maybe it was a death proof thing where I was like that movie was awesome. And then the other one, the other grindhouse one was, was not, uh, but here's another insult for you. Hiro. I'm watching this. I'm like, man, what happened? Rodriguez. He really grew up as a filmmaker. This is like, this looks like a (laughs) professional fucking movie. (laughs) Then I get to the uh, credits directed by Nimrod. Nimrod on That's not how you pronounce it, but that is how you fucking spell it. Um, yeah, Rodriguez has some sort of producing credit, whatever, but I remember them marketing the movie as like, you know, from Robert Rodriguez. It's pretty simple. You drop a bunch of these fucking badasses from the sky and then you just pick them off one, one by one. The slasher movie, essentially. I mean, it's, <clears throat> they, they marketed it, uh, much differently. 
uh, you remember that scene of the, the trailer with Adrian Brody where all of the predator lights, like 15 predator lights, like mm, flash yeah, onto yeah. him. I remember being particularly aggravated by that. Maybe not so much now that I've already got it out of my system, but See, I promised Hiro you were going to come in enraged because 10 years ago on the drive back to the theater, I was like, Hey, it was, that was pretty good. Wasn't too bad. I liked when, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the, uh, racist, uh, white trash, uh, which unfortunately for Walton Goggins has pretty much followed him throughout his entire career. Uh, you know, stabs one of the predators and calls him a gay slur. I like the homophobia there. And you, you allowed the homophobia, but you didn't like the predator being disparaged in such a way. You found it is completely disrespectful that a redneck with a knife is shiving a predator and calling him names. You just got to have some more reverence for Arnold Schwarzenegger. If he's getting slapped around by it, I've made that my baseline, like, <laughs> line in the sand. Like, if you're able to slap around Arnold Schwarzenegger, a redneck with a fucking shiv that he's hit up his ass <laughs> across space, Oof. shouldn't he? Uh, you, you talk about the sharp. <laughs> what, what's going in that predator blood then? Like, what at that point? <laughs> you're dying either way, alien. <laughs> uh, but I remember that tickled me to no end because uh, I, yep. I, I I'm not a fan. I'm an aliens guy. Like yep. you know, I've had this debate. We there was that mm-hmm. video game that apparently only you and I bought, uh, where they had like. <laughs> No one, so literally, like six copies bought all in. <laughs> no one online, Kentucky. online to play. It was me, you, and whatever <laughs> friends we could force to come over, like a to hook up with Ethernet cable. Uh, mm-hmm. Still a fun game. Um, I like the aliens because they're they're also equally super powered to the predator. Uh, I mean, mainly with the uh, their speed and the fact Probably it's more like a genuine horror movie with well, aliens. especially the first movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spaceship. Uh, but you know, they're, it's not that they're, uh, they're warriors like the predator, that they're basically like some form of military on their alien planet. But, uh, you know, the fact that if you shoot them, fucking acid, it's going to fly in your face that, you know, that's, <laughs> that's a cheap shot. Right. But I think my problem with the idea of the predator as a concept is when you remove Arnold and I, this is where I grew with you, you give me a baseline of Arnold is struggling to beat them. And mm-hmm. we're talking about peak Arnold, like commando Arnold, mm-hmm. like fucking huge <laughs> beefy boy. <laughs> yeah. Not John Travolta, butch boy, uh, a real one <laughs> from Austria. <laughs> Actual uh, butch. <laughs> um, you give me that. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that almost balances the scales. But this is going to Adrian Brody. It's going to this cast of kind of, you know, supporting players, really. That's that's all. You, you don't have, like, a, a genuine sort of movie star or action star uh, here. Even, like, a, like a you know, post-'80s action star of someone like Keanu, who doesn't necessarily have that hyper-masculinity. But he's done enough of this material where you're like, yeah, I see it. I can I – can, I've seen enough of this on screen. You know how stupid that sounds, though, because it's like he's playing completely different characters in different worlds. But there is mm. something in your head where you're like, yeah, yeah, he's he's good at shooting things. He's good in, good in a fight, a fake fight. <laughs> you don't like, you know, you don't even have to have the muscle mass. Like just having somebody that's like known as like can handle this. Like you said, just been in a lot of action movies, seen a lot of ass kicking going on. You don't have to be like ripped out of your mind. Like Clint Eastwood just be a, is a yeah, good example. Like, he was never mm-hmm. a huge man. But he killed enough people on screen, 
and he just had the look to where if I mm-hmm. saw him handling you know weapons in any way, he could be the same exact weight class as Adrian Brody. It felt a little forced, and it reminded me. Yeah. I was like, oh, there was a time when Adrian Brody they were really kind of pushing that on us. Like King Kong, he's like the the male mm. heartthrob in that, and just a bad casting job. Like you're really trying to push a, a square peg through a circular hole there. That's, I will never, ever, ever see Adrian Brody as an action <laughs> star. I'm sorry. It'll never happen. Like you can, it, but th- that sort of makes, at least for me, the predators cheesiness. The, uh, the fact that he can, for the most part, be invisible, even though there are some characters, uh, you're talking about kind of some, maybe some problematic things where we have, this Asian man who is like, oh, he is so, <laughs> so aware of his surroundings, and he's this quiet uh, ninja-like presence uh, in, a, in a suit. You have some of them that can, or be kind of aware of it, but for the most part, the predator comes and goes as he pleases. Um, that the weaponry he has is far superior to a fucking shiv, even if it is one that's riddled with. <laughs> Ass cancer or whatever you say that <laughs> Walton, Walton Goggins had. <laughs> never failed to get a laugh out of ass cancer. <laughs> uh, so I feel like this time I'm watching it, I'm like, yeah, this isn't as fun. Like with Arnold, it's like in, in my mind, I mean, these are movies, so you're like, I guess you're expecting Adrian Brody and company. Someone will survive. Um, but in the Arnold one, it's like, yeah, this feels like, a fair ish fight. Whereas this just feels like we've made the villain so powerful that it just, it becomes lame. It feels like we have to wait for the almost time for the credits for them to win. There's no plausible way that they actually could win other than the runtime. And this is within the constraints of a movie. Well, <clears throat> that, and again, we keep on going back to the first one, but it was just one predator versus a team of special ops, like six or seven dudes with, I mean, tons of weaponry and guns. And you've dropped, <laughs> you've dropped Poindexter and crew <laughs> on this planet. <laughs> Where, Are you talking about Topher you, Grace or Adrian Brody? Yes. <laughs> I feel Either like, one. I feel like you're giving Topher Grace the respect by calling him Poindexter and crew. Whereas with Adrian Brody, it's an insult. Because if, if you're giving Topher Grace a leadership, he'll just accept it no matter what you're calling him. It's it's just it, it breaks down as a movie. Like you're supposed to have this like they drop us on this planet and then they hunt us, but you've got two guys that are literally with fucking knives and you have shoulder mounted laser cannons that you can shoot from a mile <laughs> away. You're gonna call this a fair fucking fight? Like I don't know. It's just this thing was doomed to. This will shock you probably. After my sky high expectations are taken away, and I and the fucking abortion that was the predator, I came away from this review like it's okay. It's not like it's a lot better than terrible. the most recent one. Man, so much better than the predator. It, it feels like, yeah, I have some issues with it. Um, oh yeah, plenty. But like, it doesn't feel that far removed. <laughs> I was sort of lamenting. I'm like, hey, Girl Strip got ninety percent letterbox three point two. But, you know, this one, if some, if this had a, uh, like a three, if people were like, yeah, it's all right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I had not seen it since, you know, it's, a, I think I watched it maybe once on like Blu-ray to afterwards. Me, I'm sure. Yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> I was just like, cause we lived together and I was hoping you just walk past the, the room and see it and then I could just be laughing, you know, that it was mainly for that reason, which sounds reasonable even now to me. <laughs> There's a reason to waste two hours of my life. 
Um, but yeah, like it, it made me think of the, the predator cause it had me instantly, of course, wanting to watch the Arnold one again. I'm like, I want to put that on. As soon as I have all my podcast commitments done, I'm going back mm-hmm. to the fucking predator, the original, the, the, the good stuff. Like, just like I am with like commando where I like put that on like a month ago and I'm like still high off of it. I'm like, should I watch commando again today? Like, I don't know. There's just so much, so much joy from that, that decade in action movies. And I'll Simply. just wrap up my thought. There's not a lot of joy in like the modern action movie. Mm-mm. They try to overcomplicate shit, man. Like in the pre- in the original 1987 Predator, it is simple: man versus alien in the jungle fighting each other. You don't have these group dynamics that much. There's a little bit with Carl Weathers and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, but for the most part, it's like <laughs> it's essentially what Billy says: like I'm scared, we're going to die. That's- <laughs> It's just primal, you know, uh, not to uh, quote in another movie title, but primal fear. Like, it, you know, it, it's it, it, it's just base base instincts kicking in there. Like with this, like trying to make it too complicated to, uh, again, more melodrama of like constantly the back and forth with Adrian Brody. Like, I'll leave him. I don't give a fuck. I'm on my own. And then like, uh, yeah, oh, man, you fucking can that shit. Like just... <laughs> We're here to see you shoot guns at a space alien. Well, Jared's there to watch you die, Mr. Brody. That's I wish. Um, I, I mean, I can have an appreciation uh, for them flipping it, right? Like, it's it's mm. not as cool of a hook, but it's a sequel hook. Like, it's... Yeah. Now this we is have gonna, to have something. Yes. <laughs> this is another unfair comparison, but, you know, they, they were really kind of... Uh, trying to call back to like there was, you know, there was alien and there was aliens. And it's like, man. And then you try to compare this to the James Cameron sequel to, for that franchise. And it's like, yeah, you, you didn't get anywhere close. Like this is, it's a nice enough action movie at times. Uh, but as far as like being like an epic, like sci-fi yeah. movie, like, no, like it's not like they landed on the predator's world and they're like hunting like hundreds of them. Like where it's like you 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 need full on like tanks and air support <laughs> any of that nonsense, um, where it's like they flip it just enough to be like we are not on our planet anymore like you know the, the sun's never moved and then the reveal, <laughs> but then after that it's not inherently that different from the Arnold one as far as like well you, it's still just a matter of survival I guess the problem with that premise though is you can survive long enough to turn into uh, Larry Fishburne who uh, God. <laughs> I distinctly remember this moment, and I was looking forward to it when he came back in. And I, I'm sorry if that's a spoiler. Um, I feel like they advertised the fact that he was in the movie, but it's played like, oh, there's another human that's been surviving here. Anyway, there's two different types of them out there. Now, they're similar, but they're different. It's kind of like the difference between dogs and wolves. The ones that are running things up there, the larger ones hunt the smaller ones. It's some kind of blood feud, I guess, been going on for a long time. Anyway, every once in a while, one of us kills one of them. And let me tell you, that's when they get real interested. See, they learn. Quick, they adapt. They develop a whole new set of skills. They come back the next season in threes, always in threes. Their armor might have changed. Where their weapons have changed, or their tactics have changed. How do we kill them? However you can. The 
when he goes night night, when he excuses himself to cuddle <laughs> up in his blankets. <laughs> oh, I, I, I mean, I want that as my wallpaper on my phone. That like little <laughs> smile he has on his face, <laughs> just then him, him trying to smoke them out just <laughs> in his little <laughs> crashed spacecraft. Uh, just and then talking shit to him, like him. Adrian Brody talks talk shit to Lawrence Fishburne. If if the movie had turned and had him, the human, kill all the other humans so he can take all of their weapons and then take on the rest of the Predators, I think you've got a fucking movie then. You talk about a much better movie. <laughs> well, for one, you kill Adrian Brody, which I would be a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. Yep. Two, like, he's prob- he's easily the most interesting and uh, what we go for, a little bit of humor involved in the movie of... Uh, I don't know. He's just more interesting than the whole group put together. <clears throat> How Having many, survived on that planet for like 10 years or whatever. Okay, I want to get in the weeds on that. So what's a season? Because they ask him how long, and he, he says it by seasons. But I don't it know. It seems like one season like right after the other because at the end of the movie. They're dropping again, off more. They're dropping off people immediately. Like What's it been? All the Days? Has it been a week yet? I don't... It couldn't have been more than a week. So you're telling so, me this guy, I mean, two, two months on that, he is mm-hmm. off the rails, ready to, <laughs> to kill Adrian Brody and company, talking to himself, talking to, like, Harvey the Rabbit next to him. Like, he's just... Uh, we can't feed six people. We can't feed six <laughs> I, I loved, adored that character. And even, it, I don't know how you felt about it, but even his death, um, he's calling the Predator Big Dog. Oh, and. Shit. Like, you know, why did it take you so long? Coming for me back. (laughs) You knew I loved that guy. You knew, I mean, and it's it's also Lawrence Fishburne. shit to somebody that's obviously going to mess mess your ass up. (laughs) Lawrence Fishburne has a huge fucking gut in this movie. Like, they've got him in the (laughs) I Survived 10 Seasons of the Predator kind of clothes. They ate very well. (laughs) But you would have to think it's been 10 years for him to be like, if he's just been kind of living a. a lifestyle of just pretty much laying around like and the quiet. I mean, it's weird because we're not going full on castaway where he's starving to death. He is eating well, but he mm-hmm. is totally out of shape. <laughs> it's like, why, <laughs> why does he have a fucking beer gut? If he was, <laughs> if he's been there, you know, a month and a half, are you telling me that the predators looked at that guy and like, that guy's a fucking killer. He's a killing machine. <laughs> That's the one that got away, huh? <laughs> it wasn't by fucking running. Was it? <laughs> Again, that's more. We go keep on going back to this. I've said this like probably half a dozen times, but I believe in shoulder space cannon wielding aliens than I do Larry, Larry Fishburne being on that planet for ten years and still being fat, <laughs> constantly hiding in trees and shit. <laughs> I mean, he has the cloaking device, I guess, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm trying to see what this one because uh, I have no idea. Normally, we kind of start off as far as like, hey, here's what this one. Uh, did as far as critically and commercially, uh, it has lived in infamy just in our friendship, the relationship between you and I. This, in my world, the world stopped uh, in 2010, <laughs> July 9th, because we had to argue about the Predator for the next six months. <laughs> well, really, about 10 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, uh, let's see here, box office. Uh, it made um, 127 million all in. So, so it's worldwide. <clears throat> yep. Um, I feel like special effects and uh, <laughs> salaries that probably didn't make too much money. Had a 65 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, which actually sits kind of where I would expect it to be, just sort of middle of the road. 
Um, not really arguing with that, honestly. After coming back and uh, finding it more lukewarm instead of <laughs> dog shit sandwich. It did open. It, now it was open number three for that uh, that infamous weekend we shared of uh, crossfire talk on Predator. Uh, but it, it pulled in $24 million, so that's actually a, a respectable uh, opening weekend. It just opened behind Despicable Me and one of the uh, Twilight Saga. So, um, mm. yeah. Not really going to be pulling too many uh, preteen <laughs> girls. No, this has, you know, uh, it, it is funny that these, these things, like, you know, when they attempt to come back, like with the Predator, uh, you know, they, within a certain demographic like you and I, uh, mm-hmm. There's like this excitement for it, like yes, now we're getting aliens for predators now. Like we're gonna get that version, uh, and for the most part, the world does not pay attention, which is, I guess, why we're left to our own devices for sober cinema to do an anniversary <laughs> show on predators. Forty-year-old children <laughs> through and through. <laughs> oh yeah, space aliens are back. <laughs> Thank you to uh, the auteur Nimrod. Nimrod and Tell for this. The Scotch on the Rocks. Please, any Scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich, perhaps. Maybe a Glengown. Any Glen. I'm Drumzog! I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini, shaken, not stirred. I, uh, I, I kind of have. This is the remnant. What we're going to do next is the mm-hmm. remnant of our old format. Girls' trip was its own own thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're kind of getting through. And I think for the next month, I think will be the remnants of movies we'd already picked out that we're going to face off against each other. So we have another. Uh, movie about a predator of sorts, but it is a man who loves a uh, basically a YouTube video so much that he decides <laughs> to track down the Winnebago man and force him <laughs> force him to answer questions about a uh, well not a singular but plural many freakouts he had making this. I don't know what t- what type of video is it, Jared? It's just like an. Uh, what they say, industrial um, uh, it's like advertisement? A, like, yeah, um, it's like an introductory manual on tape to like, here's what this uh, vehicle nothing, will do for you. Nothing you would put on TV, but maybe like what they send out to dealerships to, I don't know how dealerships imagine, work. But. Is this just one of those things to give people jobs? Because I'm just trying Pretty to imagine much. who is the person at the dealership like, I'm going to watch all of this. I wasn't sold on Winnebago's, but when you sent that VHS over, I'm definitely getting me some Winnebago's in my dealership. Yeah. It's one of those things where it seems pretty unnecessary. Much like our podcast. <laughs> At Sober Cinema. <laughs> Give us money on Patreon. <laughs> Click the links. <laughs> we will say vile things <laughs> privately. For just for you. Entertainment. Just for you, Hyrule. What do you, what do you think the movie would what, – what type of movies do you think if someone was given the power to make us watch something – what do you think uh, Grandpa Hiro would uh, send us? Oh, God, hopefully not uh, <laughs> not Lampoon's Vacation again. Yeah, you already did that one. I'm trying to think what... I don't know. Where I host a show with him, he kind of gets his digs in on me as far as forcing me to watch things that I always refuse mm-hmm. to when it's you know his turn to pick. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't know what he would like the combined power of sober cinema to discuss. <laughs> 
Maybe it would be Malcolm X. Maybe we are the guys to <laughs> <laughs> talk about that. Don't give him ideas. <laughs> that would be like fucking treading a minefield trying to come well, up. Well, and drinking two. during that too, and it's like fucking three and a half hours long. Ugh. Maybe it would be Gone know. with the Wind instead. Four hours <laughs> of racism. I want you to do a podcast on an entire Ken Burns Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> 